Hi, friend, and welcome to the Temple Care Podcast. This is a place where we take a faith-based approach to mental and physical health. I am your host, Erica Pizzo. As you all know, I've been on quite a health journey with the Lord, a healing journey, and a lot of that has involved um, my physical health as well as mental, emotional, and spiritual But over the years, um, I really feel that the Lord has impressed upon my heart that he is my answer. I don't find that answer in doctors. I don't find that answer in blood tests. He is ultimately my healer, my sustainer. He's the one who knows what's wrong with my body and knows how to fix it. And so I just wanted to share with you guys some of the reflections I've had in this season what God has been speaking over me and showing me. And I want to encourage you that if you are in the middle of a battle right now, over your health, over your life, over your mind, God knows exactly what's wrong. And he's already in the process of making you whole and healing you again. I want to read you a devotional from my latest book, Quieted by His Love. And this particular devotion is called Trust in the Waiting. And this one is extra close to my heart, so I wanted to read it to you today. Um, It starts with Psalm 139, 1-5, which says, O Lord, you have searched me and know me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You discern my thoughts from afar. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it altogether. You hem me in, behind and before, and lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. As I sat in yet another waiting room with another doctor, I had lost count at this point, my heart filled with a small inkling of hope that this could be the one where I finally figure out what is wrong with me. I pictured this being my answer. As an individual slightly addicted to health research, I was sure that this could give me the answers I needed to move forward. And I was ready. Boy, was I ready to feel better. After years of not feeling myself and struggling with fatigue and dizziness and an inability to exercise or enjoy life, I could not wait to hear someone, anyone, give me the real reason why I felt this way. You can imagine that sinking feeling in my heart as the doctor placed my x-rays up on his screen with the words, well, everything looks pretty good. One would think that these words from a doctor would be welcomed, even celebrated, but not in my case. I had been down that road too many times. I had seen too many blood tests show that absolutely nothing was wrong, and it was wearing me down to my very core. Yet at these words, even before my heart began to sink, I felt that unbelievable peace that surpasses all understanding begin to soothe every anxious part of me. It was as if the Lord was saying, Erica, I know exactly what's wrong with you. I've got this. No doctor could point me in the right direction and no answer could immediately be found through human eyes. And yet I was called to trust. You know what's wrong with me. I mean, he knows what's wrong with me. My Savior knows. And furthermore, he's got this. He's working behind the scenes. He's guiding this process. He's carefully and meticulously planning my next steps. I can rest. I can trust. Sometimes trust can be a funny thing, can't it? 
We say we trust God, but our actions often say otherwise. We plan our days around avoiding certain people, things, or events that make us anxious. We hurriedly take steps to avoid pain, avoid conflict, and walk in what we feel is the safest path. We take matters into our own hands because we question, who will look out for me if I don't do this for myself? And we even go so far as to distract ourselves constantly because we can't bear to trust being alone with our own feelings. Trust doesn't always have to be a grand gesture. It can take place in the simple moments of life where we choose to believe that God has a greater plan than what we see in front of us. What if we sat in the quiet today? What if we faced our feelings and let God sing over us with love? He already knows what we are feeling, but he appreciates our effort to bring those feelings to him anyway. He wants to hear from us. Now it's our turn to let him in. I read that to you today because, first of all, my own heart needs to hear these things today because, um, you know, I'm still not on the other side. I'm, I'm not completely healed from all this health stuff that I'm going through. I'm still having days of lows where I feel icky and um, I still don't have a doctor that has given me answers. And I think that part of this has been a letting go of, of having answers, a letting go of knowing exactly what's going to happen and just learning to trust. And if I had those answers, I wouldn't need to trust. So it's God's way of allowing me to grow in this beautiful trust with him. And I would not trade it for anything. I wouldn't go back. I wouldn't trade my health. I wouldn't say, oh, if I could be completely better today and not have the relationship with God, I wouldn't trade that because I love him too much because I've grown too close to him. And so he calls us in these seasons of waiting to trust. And lately I've been listening to um, Phil Wickham's newest album, I Believe, and on there is a song called Wait, and I just can't stop listening to it. I listen to it over and over again because a lot of my life has been spent in the waiting, and I, I'm guessing a lot of your life has been spent in the waiting too, waiting for God to answer prayers, waiting and learning to trust, not knowing the future, but knowing that he's still good, that you can trust his goodness anyways. And I say this a lot, but I think most of our life is spent in the waiting. And that time is valuable. That waiting time is valuable, even though it is a time of waiting. And what are we going to do with that time? Are we going to grow indignant and mad at God? Or are we going to grow in faith and love for Him, even as we wait for our prayers to be answered, even as we see other people get those prayers answered right in front of us? Ultimately, I know you want this too, and I want this. I want to wait well. I want to wait patiently. I want to wait in love and reverence for him. And I know you want that too, friend. The better we wait, the better we are equipped for when we reach those mountaintops, when we reach those groundbreaking moments of answered prayer. Because we can look back at those moments, in those moments, and we can say, that time wasn't wasted. That time was when I grew. That time was when my faith really took hold in my life. And I'm grateful for that time of waiting. One day, I promise you, you will say, I'm grateful that I went through this because God put so much fruit in your life because of it. And friend, um, 
I just want to close this in prayer today. But if you are waiting on something, if there is a prayer that has not been answered for years, maybe decades, first of all, I know how you feel. I know that feeling. But second of all, God is still in the business of doing good in your life. He is still working things out. It is not over yet. Um, so let me encourage you with prayer today, friends. Jesus, I want to lift up um, the sweet friends that are listening today. They are waiting for things in their life. They are waiting for unanswered prayers. They are waiting for deliverance from things. They are waiting for healing. Um, and sometimes we don't get that right away. And it is so hard for us to wait. It is hard for us to be patient. But Lord, you know that we love you. Even though we have a hard time waiting, we love you. And we come to your throne helpless, Lord. And we ask that you work on our behalf in our life. We ask that you move. And Lord, in this season of waiting, I pray that we can wait well. That we can grow. We can learn. We can come just a little closer to you or maybe a lot closer to you and we just see our faith take fire. I pray that the faith that takes fire will happen in the waiting, Lord, in your name. Amen. Thank you, my friends. I'm putting a link below to my book if you haven't gotten a copy yet, Quieted by His Love. Today's devotion was from that. Um, this book is geared towards those of you that are feeling overwhelmed that feel like life has caught you by surprise and you can't catch a breath, you're sinking, I wrote this book for you. Um, please get yourself a copy. It's on Amazon. I'll put the link below. And I pray that my words will just encourage your heart just to make it through one more day. That was my goal with the book, um, just to help you make it through one more day. So I love you, friends. I will see you next time.